It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees on Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. News all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma. Shout out to the Who That Nation, man. We in this thing rocking, man. Much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all. And like I've been saying for some time now, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. What's popping, fam? In this episode, man, this one's called it, the Saints NFC South Champions Again. Now, I know that make my PNP brothers, Big Low, Big Game James, represent <laughs> from that side of the camp, all kind of sore to hear that. But this is the words of Yahoo Sports, and we're going to cover it today on the stream. So please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and by all means, feel free to share. Remember, sharing is caring. Feel free to share the show on your social media feed. We up in this thing. So shout out to the fan. Appreciate y'all, man, for the support and all of the beautiful stuff uh, that's going on in the Who That Nation. Much love. Got a lot of exciting things we're working on, man. Arriving real soon. Camp coming up in a couple of weeks, man. A lot of the family members are excited to see football again rolling through. So, yeah, and I'm with you on that, fam. So we'll see how it all shake. We'll all see how it works together walking through this uh, 2023 season about to get popping. All right. So in this one, speaking of the 2023 season, this is from Yahoo Sports. That's the source. 2023 NFL preview. Saints hope costly addition of D of QB. Derek Carr has a big playoff. Frank Schwab on the scoop. 
works for Yahoo Sports. And they saying, hey, man, let me tell you something, baby. Let me get let, let me sprinkle something in your ear, baby. So anyway, let's get into this article right here by Mr. Swab as he dropping some science and he talking about some stuff. So let's hear what he got to say. Saints 2022 finale was meaningless in the playoff picture, but it helped shape the future of the franchise. The Saints scored a touchdown on their first possession against Carolina and then didn't score again in an ugly 10 to 7 loss. Dalton was awful. Dalton was actually better last season than most people realized, but the game made it clear that the Saints weren't getting enough of the quarterback position. He had to make a move and options for an upgrade were limited. The draft options were few, but they traded future picks last year to get Chris Olave. Now, before we move on, just to touch on the Andy Dalton thing, Andy Dalton statistically looked pretty decently versus his last several years, you see. But nobody anticipated Andy Dalton starting as many games as he did. And that was, you know what that was about. That shouldn't have been the case, but it was. And we know what that's about. No need to un- unravel it and unpack that again. But his numbers look decently. If you look at his numbers and then that's what people that do that pay attention to the numbers and they don't watch the game or the plays, you know, the actual game and remember point by point or remember what actually happens. That's like a God given gift that I have that I were I remember those things. <laughs> I, I don't just sit up here and remember the score, but I remember how we got there. I remember the play of the team, how dysfunctional the offense was. Even though it said they were averaging 21 plus or whatever it was points per game, that wasn't the case. It were games where the Saints were barely getting points together because they were so dysfunctional, so despondent, so unmotivated, so injury and, and I, well, error prone first and then injury on the back end. But I digress. So let's move into the rest of it. Good thing that Las Vegas Raiders decided that Carr wasn't good enough for Josh McDaniels offense. Don't worry about it, Derek Carr, because McDaniels ain't going to be out there long anyway. The Saints met with Carr under the guise that Carr might accept a trade to help the Raiders. Then Carr told the Raiders he wouldn't waive his no his no trade clause. Las Vegas cut him and the Saints scooped him up. They paid Carr a buck fifty, one hundred fifty million over four years. Right. Uh, and an average of three, uh, 37 and a half million per year. No other, no other free agent who has changed teams this offseason got more than 87 million overall. 24.25 million per year. A lot of money for a player the Raiders deemed determined to get rid of the past, you know, few seasons. All right. So Carr, who was 32 years old, had had been a good career, not great, better than Dalton. He was the best Saint. He was the best Saints could do, even at a huge price. It speaks to the desperation teams feel like quarterback when they don't have one. So it just fit all of the right statistical indicators in terms of what the Saints wanted to do. It fit all the indicators they wanted to get Carr and Derek Carr has the uh, relationship with Dennis Allen, who drafted him. And it only seemed right for him to bring him to New Orleans to be his quarterback. Now. This is what he had in parentheses is what the reporter was saying. Derek was a guy that obviously I knew when our personnel people watched the tape and then our coaches watched the tape. He was clearly our number one target in terms of what we wanted to do at the quarterback position. That's what Dennis Allen said via the team site. We wanted to be first out there and make sure that he knew he was the number one option. And while Dennis Allen was doing that, yeah, Michael Thomas working his his uh, angle from the other end 
trying to get Derek Carr to come to the team. And ultimately, it all worked together. And even and when you talk about the car saga, another big part of the QB situation, we got our breakdowns coming up soon, was the Jameis Winston situation, which we thought that Jameis would ultimately leave on. And I really do think if Jameis had decided to leave the building, he would have walked right back to Tampa Bay. It was already set up for him to be there. And, and he opted to say, no, I'm going to stay with New Orleans. That was huge because what that did was that set a beautiful QB rim room. And it also made perfect sense in so far as there was a split between this. And I talked about this at the time. It was a split down the middle of the team of the car, the car people and the Jameis Winston people. When they made it right, that brought that brought harmony to the room. So it was like, you know, with all which happened last year between Dennis Allen and Jameis Winston, it was all healed. And then now Carr is the guy Jameis backs him up and Jameis is healthy. But it's a very good option. If something goes wrong, they got Jameis standing there. So this offseason marked another step past the team's most glorious era. That's Coach Payton didn't coach the Saints last season, but was still under contract. New Orleans traded them to the Broncos. The Saints found what they hope is a multi-year replacement for Drew Brees. That period in the Saints history has come to a close already, but it was hammered shut this offseason. You know, new era of football, right? All right. The Saints got Carr. You know, they hope to have a new era of success. New Orleans was 7-10 and 10 last year with a very good defense and some interesting pieces on offense. Olavi looks like a future star at the receiver position. Elvin Kamara and Michael Thomas are still around, though it's unclear what Thomas has left and Kamara could be suspended over the battery case of 2022 incident. We know he settled that. We covered that on the last stream. There's enough reason, including playing in a bad NFC South. I don't consider the NFC South bad. I'm not going to call it that. For the Saints to believe they were a quarterback away from going back to the playoffs. In essence, and we could talk about this all day. We could bring up the statistics. We could bring up the highlights if you want. The Saints should have swept the NFC South. I know should, would have, should have, could have. I, I hear you on that. But the Saints were... Last year, they should have won. And a lot of times they didn't win because of the just overall just despondent way they handle certain situations, the slow rotations and the slow adjustments in games, the slow adjustments in games to happen in the first poor adjustments, uh, bad decision making, bad personnel decisions of error prone. Remember, the Saints were one of the top teams last year in terms of having false start penalties and all that. Remember, there was plays and games. I remember where the Saints would be moving the ball, and the next thing you know, they would get three straight. Remember the time when they got three straight false start penalties? They were in, I think they were on the opponent's side of the field, like around the 30 or 40-yard line, and the next thing you know, they got three straight false start penalties that backed them up to the other side of the field. What sense that make? In the NFL, really, that is not supposed to happen. There's not supposed to be three straight false star penalties, but accountability is a big part of the dynamic of success on any team. The accountability last year was fleeting. There was no accountability on the offense and the defense was carrying everybody's water. You know, so it was just really weird. And it's still questions I have about how Dennis Allen handles that. He got a lot of other people around him. You know, but how does he handle that again? It's still, I don't, a lot of people don't, including me, I don't see Dennis Allen as a leader. You know, I I don't. It it seems like when things are really bad, he shrinks in the face of it. He don't rise up to the occasion and take control. You see what I'm saying? 
he kind of shrinks away from it, you know, and yeah. And it just it's really not good. But that's a big question. That's a question I have at another date about Dennis Allen. I'm gonna get the answer to that. A lot of the questions I have about him in particular, his coaching style and what he's gonna do different coming up into this year. But anyway, back to this. The Saints history, okay, and back to let's say the NFC South. He, he called it a bad NFC South. I don't think it's bad, you know, because they're looking at it from a last year's standpoint. But there's, you know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not going to be the same Buccaneers squad. You know, they might, you know, surprise and get a few wins against opponents. But when you're talking about playoffs, that's a far cry from reality. We know that they still have good pieces on offense and defense. But where you need the them to shine at the key positions, they kind of lack in there. We know that. We know that Atlanta, the Saints, Atlanta, and Carolina spent a lot of money to compete this year. You know, there's a lot of excitement in FC South. Last year, you could say that. This year, you can't say them people is bad because you haven't played a game yet. So I, it, <laughs> you don't know how this could turn out, man. You don't You don't know. But anyway, the Saints history have pl- featured plenty of quarterbacks on their second or third shot, Breeze worked out great. Jim Everett was a decent option for a few years. Ken Stabler was too far in decline to help. Jameis Winston never stayed healthy enough to level up. We'll see where Carr falls on the spectrum. The Saints are playing, paying a lot to find out. Offseason grade. When you don't have a quarterback or a first-round pick, you do what you have to do. In, in the Saints' case, it was paying Derek Carr buck fifty over four years, which include $100 million in guaranteed money. It's an overpay, but it's not like the Saints have a lot of options. New Orleans did lose a lot from their front seven. Defensive tackle David Onyemata, who's in, you know, outside linebacker Cade Nellis to the Atlanta Falcons. Defensive lineman Shai Tuttle to Carolina. Defensive end Marcus Davenport to Minnesota Vikings. Now, David Onyemata was the guy you look at and say, is there a better defensive tackle right now on the, on the team that could, you know, that could be as uh, – Good as David Onyemata. That's a question. Because David Onyemata was good. Last year, he wasn't that good because he was overwhelmed. He was getting mushed out, pushed out. And when the, and the guy sitting next to him, Shy Tuttle, you know, he was doing the same thing. He couldn't command a double team and he couldn't get off. The, and that's what happened. They both fell apart. So hasta la vista to both of them. The Saints, he went to Atlanta. Another one went to Carolina. Hasta la vista. They were terrible in the middle. So something had to be done. Kay Nellis was a surprise, but we knew the Saints wasn't going to match what Atlanta was going to pay for Kay Nellis for one year, and they feel good. And then we can easily have a few guys we're looking at, Saints believing in Zach Bond to make a, a difference. They do. We'll see what they do going into that. I don't know if they'll pick up a linebacker, a veteran linebacker, to make sense to, but we'll see. Davenport, hasta la vista to Davenport, and it's half a sack. You had Carl Grandison coming off the bench, had five and a half sacks. Marcus, Marcus Davenport had a half a sack. So hasta la vista to him. Now they did sign big Nate Shepard and Kalen Saunders to the defensive line. We don't exactly know what these guys going to be, but at least we do realize they can't be any worse than what David Onyemata, Shai Tuttle, and Contavious Street were last year. Can they? But those are probable up downgrades. They say he's saying it's downgrades. I disagree with that. If you talk about David Onyemata several years ago, how dominant he was, yeah, but David Onyemata this could, you know, the Saints seen something. Could it possibly be that the Saints seen something in David Onyemata to say, hey, man, we need to just go in a different direction? But Shy Tuttle and Dave, they were trying to get Shy, somebody to take Shy Tuttle 
job for a couple of years. That's why they brought Kent Street in here to see what he can do. But he failed. So all of them had to go because they all were awful last year. Plus, when they face in contract years and stuff like that, you got to make you, you, you might as well. You pick the good time to reset. Now, you study the film on Nate Shepard and Kale and Saunders. Those dudes will help you. They're not people that's going to come here and just be melancholy. And uh, no, those guys are fighters. I mean, for real, if you watch, they fight for every damn inch of the field to get to the quarterback. They're good at both pushing the pocket as well as stopping the run. They run down the field, up and down the line of scrimmage, pursuing the ball carrier, chasing the quarterback. And that is what the Saints did. They did a wonderful job in picking them dudes up. And they picked them up like what, 20, like a day after Onyemata left? It wasn't even a day, I don't think, a full day before the Saints had two, two new defensive tackles in here. And the Kalen Saunders, man, listen, we talk about the Jamal Williams signing, but man, those two signings, man, we're going to see. Um, that, that's what a lot of people is going to be looking at, the interior defensive line for the Saints. And, and yeah, Breezy to that. I really do think the Saints going to be something special. That just maybe that's just what's in my black and gold heart. But I'm just telling you straight up. The offense added running back Jamal Williams. Love that. And Foster Monroe. Love that. Good player. Great story. But it's hard to see his fit in a crowded tight end room. Disagree. Does Sean Payton trade save the draft? Uh Saints got Denver Broncos first uh, first round pick 29th overall and sef- second round pick in 2024. Uh, Saints sent Denver a third round pick in 2024 along with Peyton. The Saints got defensive tackle Brian Breesey, former number one overall recruit out of high school, dealt with injuries at Clemson with the first round pick. Remember, Brian Breesey is healthy. He said so himself. He played the interview here on the show. He is healthy. All right. Great on that. It's a B minus according to Yahoo Sports. Keep it going. Quarterback report. It's hard to explain what happened with Derek Carr last season. In 2021, with the coaching staff in disarray, Carr threw for for over 4,800 yards and led the Raiders to the playoffs. He was supposedly getting a better offensive coach in Josh McDaniels last season, but regressed. Carr had posted a passer rating of at least not, almost 93.9 or 94, 93.4. I mean, see, 94.0 in the first four years, and it fell to 86.3 with Josh McDaniels last season. On one hand, if Carr was great last season, he wouldn't have been available to the Saints. But still, a little concerning to go all in on the quarterback who just posted his worst rating since his rookie season. Don't anybody account for the fact that Josh McDaniels was a somebody he that came over, took over the team. He had to learn his offense. Can we? Isn't it an adjustment period? And by the way. We know this, and I said it at nauseum. But imagine you left where you was, like if you was at a job for. 10 years and you had got six bosses in the 10 years that you was at that one job and each boss did something differently. Right. And then just when you got used to that boss, he changes and here come another guy changing up everything. Instead of doing it like this, we're going to do it like this. How would you feel with that? That's just, just getting into the psyche or something like that. That's how this, you would say, man, this is crazy. We keep these people can't keep nobody at the top. What's wrong with these people? You know, it it, it kind of creates a ripple effect that kind of throws y'all off guard. You know what I'm saying? So you have to keep adjusting to different people there. That's what this guy was doing. You know, and he his numbers were down, but don't we account for the fact that he had to adjust to what the hell McDaniels wanted him to do? And who Josh McDaniels ain't all that. He don't do nothing unless he's with Bill Belichick. That's the only, he's not a good head coach. 
So whether he balled out, I, I, I disagree on that point. I think if Derek Carr had balled out, and by the way, he made the Pro Bowl last year. And he's, he made the Pro, he was in the Pro Bowl last year. So you, know, you might not think he balled out, but how the hell did he get the Pro Bowl that again? You know, so anyway, crazy, crazy. But even if he had balled out better than what they are to the, the, to the level of Baldman that he, but that's right, a new word, Baldman, that he felt like he should have had, then you think they would have still re-signed him? Hell no. McDaniels wants his own guy. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. So anyway, BM, uh, BTMGM, odds say the Saints win, and this is uh, BETMGM, BETMGM says, Saints eight and high, eight and a half over has heavy juice. So you saw showing the main reason NFC South, the Saints have the easiest schedule in the NFL this season, according to Sharp Football Analysis, which uses win totals to determine strength of schedule. The Saints and the Falcons have the easiest schedule this season by a wide margin, according to Sharp. Getting to that nine to eight isn't too much to ask for. That's last year, and that's kind of a flawed philosophy to a degree because. This is those are not the same teams you'll be facing. Some of the teams that were playing last year were a little bit better from a roster standpoint than the teams that we've seen uh, that we're going to see this year. Case in point, Carolina could be a lot better than what we've seen them last year. They actually got a young quarterback. They got a lot of talent. They spent a lot of money. Atlanta spent a ton of money on its defense, added a few people on the offense, drafted a couple of people, and they're looking to make a step. So you can't look at these teams from last year and say because this was the case. It's kind of it's interesting and fun to talk about, and it sounds good when you're talking about it from an article standpoint. But realistically speaking, you don't know what these teams are going to be until they get out there and perform, you see, until they put it all together. Things look good on paper, but as right now, it's just paper. Everybody look good on paper right now, right, except for the Chicago Bears. But actually, the Bears look decent, but. We don't know exactly what all this is going to end up being. You know, that's why they play the play the games. So Yahoo's take was early Yahoo drafters have been bullish on Kamara, pushing his ADP into the 60s, significantly above his global average. I think the optimism is a mistake. Even with Kamara's legal situation clearing up, he agreed to that plea deal for a lesser charge, which means his felony charge is no longer pending. 
this one running back I will not draft. And they're talking about from a fantasy standpoint. So stat to remember in 2019, Mike Thomas had 149 catches. Seemed like so long ago. 17-25 on the yards and one NFL offensive player of the year. At the end of 2019, Thomas had played four NFL seasons and posted at least 97, 92 catches, 1137 yards in all of them. In three combined seasons since then, Thomas has 56 catches, for 609 yards and three touchdowns. His fall has been remarkable. If Thomas doesn't bounce back to post another 1,000-yard season, his record-setting 2019 and subsequent drop will be one of the weirdest stories in NFL history. And at the age of 30, with injuries limiting him to 10 games the last three years, it's far from a guarantee that Thomas will have another great season. He's a total mystery heading to the season. Not for me. Not for me and people that know. All of this stuff and it's like we talk about what happens in the universe and karma and everything like this and that in the third. We know that it rains for a time, but eventually the rain clears up and you get sunshine. We know about the great song from Frankie Beverly and Mays. Joy, I ain't going to get to sing because y'all ain't ready for that. Joy and pain is like sunshine and rain, right? So it just goes to show you the duality or the balancement, the yin and yang of how things operate. There is, you know, you know, it's it's a time when you go through things and they make you a better person. Now, the fact that he was missing over the last three years and only played a handful of games, that's the negative. The positive is just because he hadn't played a lot of games in the last three years, he still had he hadn't gotten all of the beat up or the abuse that a player would take if he was in the NFL during that time frame. You see what I'm saying? So he had a lot of time to sit in rehab, which means his body is not as beat up or physically, uh, you know, beat up as a person who would have been there. That's a positive there. So at 30 years of age, Michael Thomas is finally healthy. We've seen reports and videos. We'll finally see exactly what he looks like on the field, but he said it out of his mouth. Dennis Allen said it, uh, that they're looking at Mike Thomas, no restrictions. And, and of course, we know it's going to be no restrictions because this is the last year. The Saints reworked this deal. It's a one-year prove-it deal. So he's going to have to prove it. He's going to have to show us what he can do. But I think Michael Thomas will excel this year. I don't know if he gets a 1,000 yards this year and, and pass catch yards. I don't know if he gets that. But I know that if he plays at least 15 to 16 contests this year, or I, I believe he plays more than 10 games. That's just me. But I don't. He's not a mystery to me. He's going to play, and when he and when Mike Thomas plays, you see what he can do. You see what he can do. So I think he plays at least ten games this season. At least ten games this season. That's my call on it. I'm gonna put it out there. I think Mike Thomas finally gets beyond all this stuff, man, and shows that he still got it. And plus, it's going to be a lot better because Chris Olave's there, Rashid Shahid's there. He got a lot of help. So you can't focus totally on him. All right, Bernie question. Can the Saints defense be in the top 10 again? We did a show about this. The Saints finished last season ninth in points allowed, fifth in yards allowed, eighth on defense in football ice outsiders DV08. It was a top unit by many measures, but there were some losses in free agency, especially up the front. Saints will have an elite secondary, Tyron Matthew, Marcus May, Marshawn Lattimore, Paulson Adebo, Bradley Roby, Alante Taylor. That's a good foundation, but a lot of the pass rush depends on another great season from Cam Jordan, who will be 34 years of age. If Cam has another strong season or someone like uh, someone like 2021 first round disappointment, Peyton Turner, three sacks and two seasons emergence, Saints should be good on defense again. It's three guys there. We talk about outside of Cam. I never worry about Cam Jordan. 
A lot of people say Cam this and Cam that. I never worry about Cam Jordan. Never worry in terms of him being productive. The outside, he just needs a compliment. And now when you talk about great players for the Saints, whether it's Michael Thomas or Cam Jordan, remember a lot of their success came when they didn't have nobody on the other side. You know, you had Trey Hendrickson for what? That year or so when he balled and finally got out of here and get the check from Cincinnati. And then uh, what? You have to go back to what? Junior Gallette when he was there. And you, you see what I'm saying? He never had a guy like a combo, uh, another end that could take the pressure off him. A lot of what Cam did was basically by himself for a lot, for a lot of the years. He never had a die, like a dire compliment defensive end outside of him that could take pressure off of him. Does he have it this year? We don't know. They got a lot of potential guys, a lot of questions behind guys like Carl Granderson. We know Carl could play, but could he do it in a starting role? You know, as a starter in full, you know, with full reps, doing it like a cam does. Is he ready for that? How about is Peyton Turner finally healthy? Because what a first round draft pick means, you got to justify the pick. They really want Peyton Turner to get that job. Can Peyton Turner stay healthy enough to go and get that job from Carl Granderson? And then, of course, Isaiah Foskey is a guy that's going to push all of them because Foskey has the sack gene. He got, he, he has that. He got to get stronger. He got to work on a few more uh, pass rush moves and all this kind of stuff. But Isaiah Foskey is the future. So, you know, that's just my little take on that. So I think the defense, I don't know if they'll be top 10 at the start of the season because a lot of what happens is going to, you know, and we talk about Demario Davis. How could we talk about top 10 defense, not mention Demario Davis? Pete Werner is healthy. And of course, the Saints could use some help at the linebacker room, depending on what, how they see Zach Bond. But Zach Bond, what if he turns into Caden Ellis this year? We don't know. The Saints might be betting on him to do that, just like Caden did it. I don't know. Be- the best case scenario, Derek Carr has a few above average seasons. The Saints might be pretty good if Carr is a top 12 quarterback and a few other things fall into place. Like Thomas having a healthy season, the pass rush stands strong. The Saints didn't feel far off last season than they have. By one metric, the easiest schedule in the NFL is not that crazy to think the Saints could win double-digit games in the NFC South. So he's saying weak schedule versus, uh, you know, the, the the talent the Saints have because you just not – you talk about Derek Carr, you talk about Michael Thomas, you talk about Chris Olave, you talk about Jawan Johnson, you talk about Taysom Hill, you talk about Elvin Kamar, you talk about Jamal Williams, uh, Jamal well, – yeah, Williams. You talk about all of these other guys around him and it's all this talent that's circulating around Derek Carr. So it's not one or two guys. Derek Carr doesn't have to be a Drew Brees type for the Saints to win games. The Saints stay balanced. They run the football behind a very strong running back room, get the play action going to give Carr his, give him opportunity to get the ball down the field because that's his best attribute is to stretch the field, stretch out defenses. Once we get them defenses stretched out, we can run that ball on. It's just that simple. This is not astrophysics. This is not quantum physics. This is none of that. This is football, man, and football is supposed to be simple. So we have the ability to stretch out defenses, make them respect us with the deep throw. And Derek Carr is one of the best at putting the ball down the field accurately. He throws it. That's his best throw. And that's what we're looking for him to do. Don't, you know, turn, you know, lead the offense, cut the turnovers down, take the shots when you're supposed to. Saints operate early behind a running attack. Let's, let's, let's pop. Let's make it happen. Nightmare scenario. If Carr isn't good, the Saints realistically get out of his contract after two years, but that's not the point. The Saints don't want to start over that quickly at quarterback. It's at least possible that we saw Carr last season was less about Josh McDaniels and more about the players' decline. The Raiders were in a hurry to get rid of Carr by the end of last season, willing to get 
nothing back in return. That's a red flag. It's also worth noting that defensive excellence is harder to predict year by year. So maybe the Saints fine defensive season in 22 won't repeat. Dennis Allen was a reasonable pick as Sean Payton's replacement. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But if he allows a 7-10 season with another double-digit loss campaign, that wouldn't be a guarantee of him being back for a year three. While it's still nice to believe that's an upgrade quarterback situation, push the Saints better. Uh, you know, better things is also possible things get worse. Listen, Derek Carr, if the Saints have another seven and 10 season, Derek Carr will not be fired. I'm going to just say that to you right now. The Saints will take the PR department. It's not hard to tell, man. They will not fire Dennis Allen. They won't do it. They, if they wanted to get from up under Dennis Allen, they could have did it last year. They didn't do it because of the money. Once again, you don't know how much Dennis Allen is getting from the Saints. They do not want you to know that. Most We know most of the salaries of the coaches in the NFL. We know how many years they're with the team. When it comes down to Dennis Allen, the Saints hold that as a tight-regarded secret. We don't know how many years. They'll speculate and tell you it's a three- to four-year deal estimated between such and such and such and such millions of dollars. They don't really know because the Saints never released the information. And I don't know why they never released the information, but then again, maybe I do know because you probably would be up like, what the hell you paid this guy this amount of money for? And it would explain why the Saints don't want to get rid of Dennis Allen. Because it's cheaper to keep Dennis, to spin it, to the propaganda machine, to spin it to you. They can say, okay, well, that was just their first year together. Uh, let's give them another year and see how Dennis Allen and Derek Carr does. You see how this works? But we don't even have to go in that direction because I don't, I don't think the nightmare scenario plays out with the Saints. If Derek Carr gets injured, God forbid, and Derek Carr struggles and looks terrible, God forbid. Jameis Winston will step in there. That is that that so that nightmare scenario. I don't think that will will occur, but it's good to see that he's thinking about it. So, got to you have to have the 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 look into two different situations, right? Crystal Ball says, "I think the Saints are the best team in the NFC South, though the Falcons might have a good case. Derek Carr will be what he was mostly through his NFL career, solid quarterback who won't carry the team, but won't often be the reason it loses either." I like the defense due to a strong secondary and Dennis Allen's coaching. Mm. Saints are most likely the NFC South champion. I do like the Falcons at a longer odds as better bet, but though it's hard to uh, you know see them making the deep playoff run. But a division title, title even without much postseason success, wouldn't be the worst outcome for the Saints this season. So this is one of the reporters outside of the building that's saying, hey, man, let me tell you something, man, about these Saints, man. I, I, I like these Saints. You know, I think the Saints are a team they're going to win the NFC South. You'll start seeing more articles like this as the season moves forward that are saying, you know, it's talking about the Saints winning the NFC South and that ultimately they'll be kings of the division and all this kind of stuff. So it's interesting because it'll be a competitive NFC South. Nobody's going to come and lay down. I think the team that's the weaker of these teams is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady is out of here. So it's a it's going to be a scramble in the fight and it's going to be really uh, awesome with games against Atlanta and Carolina and Tampa Bay and everybody we got. It's going to be interesting to see the Saints put their talent up against their talent and see what this is all made of. So what y'all think about it? Put it in the chat. Let me know how you guys feel 
about the article. And of course, like I said, there'll be a lot of other reporters coming along that think the Saints could be the kings of the NFC South, that they can win the NFC South. It's not a real, that's not really a news flash to me because when I look at the experience of the team, you look at all of the inexperienced quarterbacks throughout the NFC South, one of the most important positions. There's a lot of inexperience there at the one of, at the most crucial position. And we do realize what bad quarterback play or inconsistent quarterback play looks like on a team. You know, even though you're looking at a young team like Carolina, got a young quarterback there, but it's still massive growth he has to go through. You know, you can't simulate the NFL experience for a quarterback. They got to go in there and get the lumps and bruises. I've seen pictures of him. He got, he bulked up a bit, which is smart to do because he's going to need it, man. They're going to be guys that's, that's, you know, twice his size running around, knocking them around. So it's going to be interesting to see. Now, I like the kid a lot. He is a baller. He knows where to throw the ball at. He has great anticipatory ability to be able to throw guys open. No, very intelligent. But the speed of the NFL game is something else, and you're going to see how that works. Desmond Ritter scouted him. A lot of a college experience in Cincinnati. Very smart quarterback, very cerebral. Look like they're trying to make him a game manager there. If they do that, they'll have success with him. But it's up to the Saints, man, with the experienced quarterback. Seen, been there, done that. He's the Sunshine Anderson of the NFC South. He done, he done seen it all before. So at the end of the day, the Saints – NFC Kings of the NFC South in 2023, baby. I love it. All right, so with that being said, man, y'all tell me how y'all feel about this stuff. Shout out to all the fam in the building, man. Appreciate y'all. Y'all hit the like button for me. Hit the subscribe button, man. Much love to you guys as well. So listen, with that being said, man, I'm going to get on out on this one. Please feel free, man. Y'all see the email list in there. Hit the email. Join our email list. Y'all join the email list, man. I'm, I've am i been building the email list for some time. I want y'all to be up on it. We're going to be doing cons. I mean, not, we're going to be doing some stuff. We're going to do some meet and greets and stuff like that. We're going to be doing some giveaways and all that. If you want to be a part of that, I'm be hitting everybody up in the email list uh, and let y'all know we got this going on. There are going to be shows that, that only people on the email list going to be able to we're gonna be doing a lot of stuff like that because we're building, enough, we're building, you know, building up our stuff. So it's going to be cool. But with that being said, please feel free to strike the like button, hit the subscribe button, join the great Saint Thank Tank today. Put your comment in the comment section below. Let me know how you guys feel about the Saints, Kings of the NFC South in 2023. I like how that sounds. All right, so with that being said, I'm going to get on on that. Much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all, man. The Pels play tonight in Summer League. We'll be on the Pelican Post Game Report doing our thing. So, you know what I'm saying? Y'all want to join us? You can cross on over to Pelican Post Game Report later on tonight. We'll be recapping that matchup. So, with that being said, I'm going to get on that. Much love to the fam. If you're there too. Yeah. Huh? Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Huh? Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much. 
touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. Like this, and I'm a hoot at. Every day I'm living, I'm a hoot at. News all winning, I'm a hoot at. This is sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that at. Where we do that at. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that at. Boogie like this, and I'm a hoot at. This is sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma. Yeah. Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. latest merch to support the platform. Download at the Pro Shops. We have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. TheWhoThatDaily.com That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, TheWhoThatDaily.com is your site. TheWhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.